For more great content, make sure you follow 717 Sports Media on all your podcast listening platforms. Also follow us on social media on Twitter at 717 underscore sports, Facebook and Instagram at 717 Sports Media. We're also checking on our website daily for your daily news and sports videos at 717sportsmedia.com. everybody welcome welcome and welcome to the 717 podcast uh, i'm here with uh, our fearless leader mr brandon way we are very excited in this partnership we have with the lancaster county hall of fame we're going to be bringing you some special guests here on our around the 717 podcast here in a few minutes we're going to have uh, patricia miser who is a legend in her own ring we're going to hope, hopefully have some more on as we go on uh you know, Coach Way is with me today. He's on cloud nine. All of his teams are winning. How you doing, Coach? <laughs> I'm I'm doing great. It's a good time right now. It's a good time. It's a good time <laughs> to be a Penn State fan. It's a good time to be a Eagles fan. If you're a Lancaster Catholic fan, uh, it's a good, good time for them, too. <laughs> hey, Lancaster Catholic fan, man. Uh, speaking of the Hall of Fame, Andy. Andy knows the Lancaster Catholic grad. And, you know, yes, he is. And we were hoping yeah. to have him on soon. Uh, this podcast, you know, and if nobody nobody knows this yet, seven one seven will be uh, attending the Lancaster County Hall of Fame with our you know, new partnership. We're looking forward to um, Brandon. You want to talk about that a little more? Yeah, we're just excited to uh, to to be partner partnering with the Lancaster County Sports Hall of Fame and uh, everything they do. They like they they uh, have a, a yearly gathering where they where they hold. Uh, an annual banquet where 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 they induct uh, different Lancaster legends, I guess we can say. Yes. Uh, into the Hall of Fame, and, and it's yeah. Go ahead. No, I say it, it's you know some. You know, it, I, this is more of like an outsider's thing. You and I don't think this way, but if, when people think Lancaster, they don't always think it's prestigious. But if you go through the list and you know the talent around Lancaster, it is a very prestigious Hall of Fame. This is a big deal. This isn't some small. Podunk Amish town that what a lot of outsiders think, at least people in Virginia always tell me every day. <laughs> it's a big time Hall of Fame, and we're excited to work work with the Lancaster County Hall of Fame on this. You know, we a lot a lot of people on on the staff and they're excited about the partnership and anything we can do to spread the love, we're we're looking forward to. Um in a couple minutes here, we're gonna have Patricia Miser on the joining us and a little background on her. Um so coaches. And she's been inducted not only into the National Association of College Director of Athletics Hall of Fame, uh, but she has also received the Gary Cunningham Lifetime Achievement Award. So, Coach, she's done it all. She's been, you know, nonstop her whole career. Uh, currently, she runs a Miser Sports Consulting LLC, which focuses on intercollegiate sports on campuses, uh, career development, uh, community engagement. She has over 100 plus clients. So. Not too bad for our first guest for the Hall of Fame. Buddy, she was, you know, the head basketball coach at, at Penn State women's program for a while. The like, first ever, I believe. Yeah, that's freaking nuts. No, oh, it's it. her resume, you know, stacks. It just stacks and stacks. It keeps going. Coach, she's a she's a grinder, um, you know, 44 years in collegiate athletics, you know, from coaching, playing, doing a little bit of everything. Um, she's actually, you know, a 1965 grad of your alma mater. I don't know if you knew that yet, Coach. Yeah, yeah, J.P. McCaskey. Yeah, 
can't hide that JP pride. You cannot you cannot hide it at all. And we're gonna ask her about that. She's gonna talk about her whole career. And we're looking forward to that. She should be on any minute. I mean, but going back, this is a very prestigious list that I'm looking forward to working. I mean, I was looking at the list and I got some names I wanna now like you're on the committee, coach. We gotta we got some names I gotta throw at you here then <laughs> down the room for some nominations. We'll get Definitely. to that. We'll get to that off screen though. Um, but you know, excited to have her. You know, hopefully, uh, Andy Noel would hopefully be joining us uh, later this evening. If not today, we'll have him on before. We're, we're hoping to have all the, the, the recent inductees on before the ceremonies, October 12th. Um, but regardless, you know, any of them show up, cool. If not, we're still going to be there on October 12th and honor these inductees. So we're looking forward to it. We're definitely looking forward to it. We're definitely excited to be there. Yeah. I mean, I want to ask uh, Patricia about being on the hiring board. You know, after she left Penn State, she went to UConn. And uh, she was on the hiring board that hired, you know, Ariema, you know, one of the best freaking, well, arguably the best girls basketball coach ever. So, Right, right. She's, she's done a lot. So it's gonna She be has done game. a lot. I'm going to check with her really quick. We're going to go right to break, everybody. Stay tuned. For more great content, make sure you follow 717 Sports Media on all your podcast listening platforms. Also follow us on social media on Twitter at 717 underscore sports, Facebook and Instagram at 717 Sports Media. We're also checking on our website daily for your daily news and sports videos at 717sportsmedia.com. Okay, we are back live here around the 717. We are very excited about our first guest here on around the 717. Trisha Miser is joining us. Hey, should we call you coach? Can we call you coach Miser? You can call me coach. That's fine. It's been a while, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, All welcome. right, there you are. Thank you so much. Go. You're Thank welcome. You. So, my name is Carl Frederick. Uh, Brandon Way, he, he's a fearless leader of 717. But first of all, uh, coach, you know, congratulations on being inducted in the Hall of Fame. How, where were you when you found out? Uh, that's a good question. My days are still so filled and so busy. Um, I really, maybe on a golf course. <laughs> hey, well, you be honest. Just be honest. Yes, yeah. <laughs> you deserve um, it. I was there today and I'm still frozen. So uh, You golf today, coach? I did. 20 mile an hour wins. <laughs> oh, wow. That is commitment. Yes. <laughs> now, what course were you at? Were you golfing at? Um, I live in Manchester, Connecticut, right. strategically located two blocks <laughs> from the golf course. Oh, okay. Okay. That's perfect. So it is, is a wonderful course. So is golf like 24 24 7 year round for you then, coach? Um, I'm working on that. Um, working on that yes i'm working on that i love the game it's just fabulous i mean we're we're really happy you joined us we're looking forward to next week i think it's going to be a great event and obviously your history you more than deserve it i'm quite frankly not sure what took you took so long but you're here now coach and let's uh, let's start from the beginning you're a mccaskey graduate i sure am walked to victory across victory field 
uh, to go in the big doors. Very proud to be in such a wonderful public high school um, and felt like it was a key piece of who I am. Definitely. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, is there any time like is there any time in your busy schedule to uh, get back to Lancaster much? Well, I sure try. Um, my brother and his wife and family are located in that area of uh, Pennsylvania. So I do get back and visit. And my, my I grew up there. So my mom and dad were there for quite a few years, but have since passed away. So uh, my brother's the big draw and they got golf courses there. <laughs> yeah, they, they, have, they have many golf courses, Coach. Many. Yes. Many that are beautiful. used often. That's yes. That's they great. Do. Yes. So now we, because you have your consulting firm that we're reading up on. I mean, now when will you come come down to Lancaster for for the ceremony? Will you come down well, that day? Um, actually, no. I'm going to try to come down a couple of days uh, ahead of schedule just to get myself there. Uh, it's an easy drive for me. I have grandsons at Penn State, um, so I tool around pretty pretty good. I. Uh, I know my way. <laughs> now, yeah, yeah, that's that's great. Yeah, you, you obviously know, and it's not far from your old school either. I, you think you'll pop in at McCaskey at all? Uh, I don't know that I'll pop in, but I just might buzz by. <laughs> they could use the pep talk, especially their football team, right, Coach, Coach Way? Hey, 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 we're gonna leave that alone. We're gonna leave that alone. <laughs> How's the team doing? Oh, come on. Wow. We're having a good podcast. Come on. <laughs> they've seen better days. They've seen better days, but they're working hard. So well, that's really important. And my whole life in the world of sport, I've always believed that there's so much more than winning and losing. Um, so you're educating young people, you're challenging them. And I really believe that's 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 so valuable. So keep working at it. You'll get there. Definitely. Now, how do you think, because like, like, you're like a real trailblazer, you know, coming from you know, just being in administration at a female, as a female, uh, like back in the 60s, I know it was probably hard. Like how has coming from Lancaster help, helped you become, you know, the trailblazer you are today? I have to say, as I hear the stories over my long, long career and um, see where other people have come from. I have a tremendous appreciation for Lancaster County, for this city, for the diversity, the sports offerings. Uh, finances are tough everywhere, but Lancaster was a place where I could do sports in junior high, high school, and there were lots of opportunities. And I loved it. I mean, I just was cut out. My, my, uh, I was, my father and mother had a daughter, my sister, then they had me, and then they got the boy, they got my brother Bruce. <laughs> and we all did sports because back, believe it or not, my mother back in the 30s in Lewisburg, North Carolina, played basketball. And my dad was a football, basketball, track athlete at Westchester. So, you know, we Runs just- Runs in your blood. Runs in you the bet. family blood. You bet. Great fun. Definitely. So well, what was that like being the first, so you were the first coach at, women's coach at, at Penn State, correct? Was that the- 
Um, actually, no, but just to give you a sense of where we were, I became uh, the head coach in 1974. So okay. Title IX was introduced through federal legislation in 1972. So I had been in high school and college in the 60s. Then in the 70s, um, I went up to Penn State and started graduate work. I coached a JV basketball team okay. in the early 70s and then went, became the head coach in 74, just two years. That's, okay just two years after the federal government said, hey, y'all, you better get it together or else. <laughs> and quite frankly, um, I was with 13 women in coaching different sports, and many of them stepped away from coaching because they did not want to get into the business of distributing scholarships to female athletes. And I couldn't have jumped higher. Um, I just said, take me. Mm -hmm. I would love that job um, because I've always felt scholarship money aside, which is huge for families, but the opportunity for a great sport opportunity, which guys love, was always something the right kind of gals could love, too. Um, I believe in the, the serious value of sport, male or female, anybody. No, that's a great message, Coach. Now, getting that all started, I know you said you weren't backing down from anything. Did you did you get a lot of like negative feedback when you first got into coaching? And like, I mean, you'd be in a trailblazer, as the no, site says. No, I can tell you that from 1974 to 1977, 78, when I started as the head coach, we have an eleven had a twelve game schedule. So we were scurrying at Penn State to get into the big time. And that meant a 27-game basketball schedule. So within three years, we, were, we went from 12 games to 27 games. And then we, within two years, we were a top 20 program. Wow. Wow. That's how fast things flew. But that was because it was Penn State. Mm -hmm. uh, Penn State decided they would be a target of the federal government. And therefore, they were not going to be in a position where they had to apologize to anybody. So my salary as a head coach doubled in nice. one year. My, uh, we no longer did bands. The team was on buses and charter flights. We chartered to NC State. We played in the Orange Bowl tournament. At the Orange Bowl tournament, we played Tennessee, UCLA, and Texas, and Penn State. And we lost three games by a, a total of four points. Wow. And that's, that's when we jumped into the top 20 poll at 13. Okay. Wow. Yeah, it was exciting. <laughs> I mean, it sounds I mean, like it now. Just oh yeah. And and your your media folks, um, just let me. I think Carl, did I tell you the story about the the poll? 
though. I don't believe so, no. Well, this this is amazing to me. Um, there's a gentleman in Philadelphia. Uh, he is the father of women's basketball, and he's, his name is Mel Greenberg. Okay. He started the top 20 poll. So I started in 74 as the head coach at Penn State. And the way we did it was Mel would call 20 head coaches up <laughs> individually Sunday night. Individually? Individually. And we would write down all the scores because we had no way to send that information quickly. And then he would call me back between 11.30 and 12 to get my votes. And then on Tuesday morning in the Philadelphia Inquirer, he would publish the top 20 poll. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. You, yeah. had, you, you had a lot to do with the top 20 polls, what you're saying. <laughs> well, along with 19 other head coaches. Yeah, um, they called you last. They wanted, you, they wanted your input the most. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you yourself yeah. short, coach. Mel, Mel Greenberg, who still writes and has received – the top award from the WBCA. Um, I think Mel called me less because he knew I'd be up. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. You, yeah. you still uh, help out with coach? I know you have your consulting firm. Do you still help out in coaching any like volunteer or anything? Oh, no. <laughs> Not, no. Um, I just join golfing. Have. No, well, that's part of it. But I have six <laughs> grandchildren and okay. I'm still very involved in community organizations. I'm a part of First Tee, which is a national board. I'm a part of NCA, NCCJ, which is a national conference for community and justice. It's a social justice organization. Um, that's been very important to me over my lifetime. Um, and I'm, I'm trying to, I'm still doing a little consulting. You'll be interested to know that um, two clients in the last couple of years are now um, heading NCAA men's and women's basketball officials. So I've had uh, it's, it's yeah. <laughs> I, I used to wear the black and white stripes and get beat up on uh, when I was <laughs> on the floor as a youngster, but um, two great people that I've had the opportunity to work with as they vied for the head of NCAA basketball officiating in their respective uh, areas. So and I'm still placing, helping men and women advance in their career. That's so. That's what your firm does, essentially. Yeah. Yes, uh, because I sat on the other side of the table. Okay. I'm very interested in helping coaches and administrators figure out how to get that job they want. Because I, I was an administrator forever. Yeah. Yeah, and I know what they look for. I really, no, that's great. I, I mean, yeah. I just, my next message, what, I mean, you, and I'm sure you, you're, you're up to date with everything going on with the NCAA and uh, everything. <laughs> she shook her head. She shook her head. What message would you, I mean, I guess, what message would you send to, if you talk <laughs> to 18 and 19-year-olds right now, what would you say? 
Um, version. Well, first of all, just let me say the NIL and the transfer portal have changed the whole complexion of collegiate athletics. And I worked at one point as the senior women's administrator for a gentleman, John Toner, who was the president of the NCA at the time. When I moved to Connecticut, he was the president. And I learned an awful lot from John and he has since passed away, but he used to sit back in his chair and look at me, eyeball me and say, Pat, don't ever let professional sport move into the amateur world of, of high school and collegiate sports. Well, the horse is out of the barn. Uh, mm-hmm. We have uh, Paige Bruckers here at UConn uh, with the women's program with huge contracts, you know what the contracts look like. And so I have always valued the educational piece, the combo of sports and and learning. And I always said I would get out of the business if that was ever lost. So it's good I retired. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, I mean, you'll have the rest of your life to make money. Um, and while I, I think it's great that student athletes can, can generate some income, I have a real problem with that being the, the focus. Um, to me, it's about growing up, social, learning socialization, being a part of a team, which gives you so much opportunity. And of course, working at the classroom work, because I think that's, that's vital. That's great. That's a great message. Now, were you on Stafford? Now, I'm assuming you're close with Gino Auriemma. I know Brandon wanted to ask you that. So, yeah, sure. Uh, tell, look, go ahead, Brandon. Well, from Penn State, you went to UConn, right? Yes. And and you were famously on the board that hired Gino Auriemma. Right. I mean, did you know at that time you were getting a special coach, or did you uh, just thought that he was just the best candidate for the job? Well, uh, no one would have predicted what he and his staff have been able to do, but he was definitely a special guy. He was the last guy, uh, last candidate with men and women to come into the room and interview for the job. And he's just got a, he's a Philly guy. Um, You know, I got Philly in my blood. Um, So his style, his energy, his insight as to where the women could go was was exceptional. And he worked really hard at it. And he can sell. I mean, <laughs> yeah. he, can just, he can flat out sell. And um, so we feel very uh, privileged in Connecticut to have had him all these years. I just was out to dinner with Kathy, um, Kathy and Gino. Kathy's a Philly gal. They have three kids. Three of my four kids babysat for them when they were little. Um, they live in my town, my neighborhood. Um, so they're they're fabulous people. He's amazing. Wow. Well, now, amazing. what? It, what were, I mean, 
what are his thoughts with the everything with going on in the NIL and the transfer portal? I'm sure he's <laughs> none too none too pleased. Well, mind you, any great coach who has the capacity to recruit great high school players is not going to say, oh, that NIL stinks. I don't want you to make money. I want you to focus on this. But, you know, they all say the right things. But I think there's a lot of frustration. Um, and even if the the rules and they're continuing to be tweaked by the NCAA um, and the coaches associations, um, those even if they could put the money back um, and do some different things with it, those that are generating significant amounts of money, uh, Penn State's quarterback, sixth-year quarterback, uh, Clifford. Sean Clifford. Sean has a company within athletic departments. Yeah. The NIL companies are springing up. Sean's right on it. <laughs> I knew he would be. That that's funny you say that because people I'm, – I'm not sure you are, Coach, but we're big Penn State fans, and people would ask me, why is Clifford coming back? You know, I, I knew exactly what his mind, mindset was even before the NIL stuff came out. He wanted to, you know, capitalize on that and have one more year at State College. That didn't surprise sure. me at all. Oh, no. That's about <laughs> to be. Yeah. Might as well hang there as long as you can. Yeah, no. He, he could yeah. be there another 10 years you know? yeah. <laughs> that's a different different time yes um, but what i mean let's let you go on this uh coach what what's the message you want to send out to you know come because you know we were talking about this before you came on when you think some people may think lancaster oh, oh lancaster county hall of fame what a, what a big deal and it is a big deal you go through the list and prestigious names yeah. and yes. you know, brandon and i you know just going through it now um there's a lot of big time names what, what would your message yeah. be um to any young athletes or just your message in, in general? Well, my message is for communities to really work hard, both in and internally and um, fan, a fan base, a community to support the student athlete experience. I really think that means fundraising, um, getting political and figuring out how you can put more dollars into those programs. I really believe in the model as an educational model. And I've always said publicly in my mind, coaches are some of the best educators in the United States. They take a whole kid, all different kinds of kids, and they really work with them and they discipline them, which is not easy to do. They hope for them. They help them in their career path. They incentivize them. So that's my message to communities, um, to student athletes. You know, Vinnie Baker, when I first got to Hartford, Vin Baker, we had Jeff Bagwell, um, you know, what was wow. it, uh, 94 um, National League MVP, Vinny Baker. Um, oh, Baker could play. You're talking about the basketball player, right? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben, ben could play. Yeah. These guys are personal friends of mine. Jerry Kelly. We have three guys on the pro tour in golf. Um, They're Jerry my personal said, friends. Well done, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but but Vin always talked about the fact that as a ninth or 10th grader, he didn't make the team. So the notion of not giving up, of continuing to develop your skills as a process of education, I just think the spinoff is so great. So be the last guy on the bench, be proud of it and work at it. Uh, be the best manager that the, the team has ever seen. Support, support, support. I think kids need, need our help. And whether it's music or sports, sports has been my arena. It's, it's really important. And I applaud any coach because I know how hard it is when you don't have a lot of support, when you sort of get smacked every now and then, you don't win, and then you get criticized or you have disappointments. But I say stay the course. Um, there are people out there that really appreciate what you're doing and the ways that you're contributing to the growth of young people and our society. That's my message. That's a great message. It's a great message. Yeah, thank you. Get off the damn phone. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I purposely left it aside because I knew I knew Coach would say something like that. That's well, that's well said. Um, what part of uh, what, what part of Lancaster did did you grow up in? I grew up in the Seventh Ward. I was down on East End Avenue near Stevens Trade School. Yep. And, oh, okay. And when we were kids, we would go climb that fence. My sister and I and my little brother, we would climb that fence and we'd sneak into the gym over there. And we, we just did sports. It was our big playground. It was fun. <laughs> That's awesome. That is it was awesome. great time. Great That's time. Great. Yeah. Well, congratulations coach. again. Yeah, congrats. We, you know, we're thank you. The big fans, well deserved. Um, thank you for taking the time out of your still busy schedule. I know with golfing your grandkids and yep. with Coach Oriema, Jeff Bagwell. You know, the fact that you fit us in. Yeah, you fit us in. Uh, thank we, you. Yeah, thank we appreciate it. But congrats much. again, and we'll see you next week. Thank you, Coach. All right. Take care, guys. Thank Have you. a good evening. Bye. Oh, that was great. So that was uh, Coach Patricia Miser joined us here, the, new, the newest uh, inductee into the Lancaster County Hall of Fame. And she was outstanding. That was yeah, that, that was a great message, and we're happy she took time out of it. Yeah, we were joking with her at the end, saying, you know, she, you know, likes, you know, she's golfing and has six grandkids. That's all well deserved. Definitely well deserved, but the, the, to to do the things she did and, and come through what she came through in that time frame. Yeah, like, yeah, I know that that question you had was great because I didn't even think about that. Like reading reading up on her this last week or so when we knew she was coming on, I didn't even think about that. You know, asking her you know, what kind of you know feedback she got, like if she got any negative feedback you know, being one of the first women coaches because that was a different time, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, women are still you know trying to get equal pay and yeah opportunities so it's i mean imagine it back in the 60s i can't 70s, 70s i'm sorry no i know i know I, I mean i can only imagine i mean you're just seeing now like women getting assistant coaching jobs in the nfl and the nba this is 2022 <laughs> yeah. she was a head coach at a major institution 
in the mid seventies and has just worked her way up. You could, and that's, yeah, that was, that was awesome. So we're hoping the rest of the inductees join us. If not, we're still going to bother them on October 12th. Cause we're <laughs> excited for the partnership. Well, yeah. Yeah. Patricia, she was great. She was our first guest. Uh, this will be out soon. Um, we're going to wrap it up here. Coach way. Any, any final parting shots? No, again, just want to uh, congratulate uh, Patricia and and just, you know, understand that, you know, she came straight from Lancaster City and, you know, made it all the way to an athletic director at the University of, of, of Hartford and worked in the administration at UConn and was a head basketball coach at freaking Penn State University. That's she's, crazy. I know. She's still working now with her consulting firm. You heard her talk about in the message she's trying to – Spread. I love what she had to say about Vin Baker, you know, how he talked about because that I don't know if you remember Vin Baker played in the NBA yeah. for a long time. He was a good player. Played for uh, the Bucks, didn't he? Yeah, a couple of teams. I think Seattle too. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. No, nah, he was good, really good. I forgot he's from that from Yukon. Uh, uh, but now he stood up and said he didn't make it as a ninth and tenth grader. It wasn't the end of the world. I love that. I love that. You know, that's a great message because kids nowadays. You know, if they don't not starting right away, whether it's high school or college, you know, it's not that they give up. But, you know, you know, we see them seeing almost every day. If a kid is not starting in college, he's in the transfer portal the next day. Yes. It's hard to have a backup quarterback nowadays. It's hard for colleges right now. Like, yeah. I mean, they, they wonder why, like, Franklin gets two five star running backs. And that's why every year, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But anyhow, we're uh, thanks for joining us. That was Patricia Miser. You know, congrats to her again. Uh, we're looking forward to seeing her next week. Uh, we'll be back with a few more guests before uh, the Lancaster Callan Hall of Fame, which 717 will be present for. Myself, Carl Frederick, and Coach Way will be there. Um, so thank you again, and we'll yes. see you soon. October 12th. October 12th, don't forget.